Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. In this video, we're talking about INFPs and how to date. How to date as an INFP. Ugh. <laughs> it's a big topic. And uh, we're I'm going to give you three and a half, four different points, okay, that will definitely help you um, improve your dating situation, your dating life, if it's something that you're struggling with right now, okay, so stay tuned. What's up, Game Changers? It's Sherman here from Geek Psychology, helping you find your true character and level it up so you can play life better. So, dating as an INFP is pretty dang weird. I'm sure it's, it's weird for anybody, but it, it's really weird for INFPs. And let me tell you why, if you're not an INFP, and if you are, you'd probably be like, oh yeah, 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 I gotcha. Um, it's because we constantly are like dating these different parts of ourself as well. Like <laughs> this, this, part of me that wants to do this, this feeling in me, this other kind of aspect of myself. And we're trying to like balance all that within ourselves all the time. We have all these different parts that we're trying to build rapport with and maintain a connection with. And some of them are, are parts that we really just don't really get along well with. There's some darker parts. Some like depression kind of pulling parts and depression, depressive parts tend to like expand out and try to pull all the other parts down too. And so we deal with that a lot. And yes, there are other parts as well. Um, but then we try to date somebody else and we have all these internal issues that we're, we're working on and we also have to deal with that real person and their other issues as well. So it causes a lot of like miscommunication and, and just sometimes it just feels like, you know what, I'm not even going to do it because it's just kind of a hassle. It takes too much time and effort and like what's going on in here is really fascinating. So yeah, it, it there are some issues with that. But what I do want to tell you right now in this video is how to enjoy the experience a little bit better. How to get through the dating game with some really meaningful, powerful lessons, okay? I have three tips, and I'll give you a bonus one at the end, okay? So the first one here is to put yourself out there. And that's It's hard. None of these tips are going to be easy. None of them are easy. The first one is to put yourself out there and just accept that like whatever happens happens you need to be somewhere where you're going to meet people if you want to meet people you can't write a book without writing any words or speaking words into a recorder and putting the words down whatever you need to get it out right you can't create art without the tools to create the art okay you can't have a relationship if you don't get to a place where there are people that you can have a relationship with and I know this this makes sense and it's something that you know, but I'm telling you this because it's something that I personally struggled with. I've lived in Japan for many, many years, 16 years now. It's just been like having to learn how to ride a bicycle from the very start. 
right? And how to just experience people and talk to people and, and just understand what is going on. One, because of language. And two, because I got to understand myself first. So I, I've dealt with it. And I intentionally put myself out there. I mentioned this in a couple other videos, I'm sure. Um, I learned pickup. I learned how to seduce and talk to people, not for malicious intentions, but because it was something in my life that I needed to understand. I needed to learn how to deal with people. I needed to learn how to talk to people that I wanted to talk to. Even if it's if it's just another dude, like because I didn't know how to hold a conversation. So you got to find a place that you are comfortable going to that is going to have people that are possibly like minded and doesn't need to be personality type based. But like if if you're Christian, go to a church. If you're into art, go to art galleries. If you love reading books, go to a bookstore, go to a library, go to book meetings, right? If you like playing games, maybe go somewhere where there's a convention that you can play with other people. Yes, you can find them online too, but it's, I don't know, maybe I'm just old school, but like going online and finding people and just connecting there and starting to date online, it's going to create more issues. Like you don't actually know the person. Meet the person first, in my opinion. And then you can you can use your F I N E your uh, your res resonating aspects like the the ethics and the morals and like understanding how this person is is this person lying to me is this person a good person just by like by quick reading them right and it's not always on point 100% of the time but it's there and it's harder to do that online because you just have text. Anyway, number two is to not be so idealistic. Ah, that's a painful one. I know us NFs specifically are very idealistic, but like we, I, I heard my mentor say this before. NFs a lot of times date people based on who they want them to be, like their idealized version, instead of seeing like what's going on with the person right now. And I've done this many, many times, like, oh, this person has so much potential. But that's not necessarily who you're dating, and that's not a bad thing to to see that and to want that. But you got to know that it might not get there, right? Some people just aren't ready to do that. Maybe they will be someday. Uh, but, I mean, how how much do you want to play Superman how how much do you want to save people and like put all your effort into helping that person grow? It can feel great, but you know, you got to work on yourself too. And if you surround yourself with somebody who is struggling constantly, it's going to make you struggle constantly, right? You're this, the sum of the, what, nearest four people in your life. So you best bet that that person, if that person's struggling a lot, it's going to cause some issues for you. You know, sometimes you need to just let that person deal with it. You can offer support, but, you know, to enter a meaningful relationship with someone and date them based on who they could be when they're just like in the muck and running around and all these different issues is going to cause a lot of problems for you. I know. Trust me. Number three 
is to take everything as as an experience. You know, like your experience, if you imagine it as this tree is going to blossom, it's going to grow some some fruit, let's say apples, those apples are going to fall, those apples are going to be signs that you know, there are some good things that came out of this, right? The tree itself might not be the relationship that you're going to stay in. I know that's a really weird analogy, okay? The tree is its own thing, but it has given you these these benefits, these seeds, these experiences, the fruit of that relationship, okay? And you can take that on with you. You can use that to nurture you and find a better relationship if that one didn't work out. Like if you've broken up with somebody recently or <laughs> maybe years ago and you're still not over it, you know, just take that, take those learnings, take that experience and try to, don't try to do it. Take that learning, take those experiences and put it into the next relationship. Like those are things I did not like. Those are things that did not serve me in this relationship. Or those are things I did like. Those are things that did serve me and made it a good situation for me. Take that and bring it to the next relationship. Like, get clear on what you're looking for. Because you can't find it if you don't know what you're looking for. Right? And those past trees, those past relationships give you clues for where, what fits you. And where you should be going based on your unique identity. And so the last one here, this kind of bonus one, I suppose, express yourself, express your emotions. Uh, don't keep it bottled up. Say how you feel. This is something, you know, I'm always working on too. It's hard. It is. But say how you feel about stuff. If you keep it bottled up, it's, it's not going to serve you. It's going to cause you to get angry, cause you to just feel like I'm, I'm done. I'm going to leave. Move to another country or city. Not like I've ever done that. <clears throat> or it's it's just going to cause issues. The other person doesn't know what you're doing or how you're feeling unless you express it. You might expect them to, but that's an, that's an unfair expectation. So if you don't say it, assume that they don't know it. And don't hold that against them for not knowing it until you say it. Alright, so I hope that these three and a half, four tips on how to date as an INFP support you, serve you, and uh, get you into a better relationship. Get you into a relationship that's going to, you know, help you grow as a person and let you offer your gifts and your, your identity, who you are, you know to the other person to, to help them. And together you can fuse and make this really awesome team that can change the world. All right. So if this video was helpful, please like and comment down below, share, subscribe if you haven't. If you want more INFP videos, check them out over here. And if you want other type and personality development, you can check them out over here. All right. Keep up the lifelong questing. Good luck. Have fun. Peace. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you 
to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.